Sometimes a client email can screw up your whole day, right? Like, like this one I got that said, uh, can you give us a referral for someone that's like you, but cheaper? Yeah, go ahead and cancel our session. We all get emails like that, and yeah, they, they kind of suck. There's a lot of things you want to say, a lot of things you can't say. And today we're talking about a magic template that I have developed to keep you from cussing out your clients, keep you from saying all the many, many things that you are thinking in response. Yes, we're keeping it professional today. This blog post is all about dealing with difficult client emails and how to respond. I'm reading from TeresaPorter.com. Of course, I am Teresa Porter, and I'm glad you're here. This is the blog post on TeresaPorter.com for January 21st, 2021. Fail-proof formula for responding to customer complaints. An easy guide to responding to customer complaints by email. Responding to customer complaints wasn't how I thought my day was going to get started, but I should have known it was gonna be a tough day when I woke up two minutes before my alarm clock with a feeling of dread. I felt around under my pillow for my phone and held it up to my sleep-crusted eyes for facial recognition. Side note, are we sure these aren't being saved somewhere? Instead of opening my day with affirmations or my soul to the day's possibilities, I like to open my email. And today is no different. And before I've even stood up, I'm running through my day. Then I see it. This email. Do you ever get an email like this from a customer and think, oh great, now I'm going to spend my whole day responding to customer complaints? It says, Hi Teresa, I'm sorry to have to write this email, but we need to cancel our session with you for October. I understand why you weren't able to do our original date with the rain and all, but I can't get the new date to work with hubby's work schedule. I'm also surprised to learn your pricing is so out of line with what other photographers charge. Really good ones. From asking around the office, most people seem to pay $200 to $300 for a session that includes everything. I know you do a lot more and have more experience, but I just can't justify it. I do have to say I find it frustrating you didn't tell me other photographers don't charge this much. Please send a refund and cancel our contract right away. Can you give me a referral for someone else that's good, slash has a similar style, but doesn't charge for all these extras? My anxiety is already pumping before the daily anti-anxiety medication hits my tongue. My brain thinks I'm running from lions, even though I'm just waiting for the shower to heat up. I rehearse several versions of my non-approved response during the shower. Except in the shower, I'm the reality show tell-all version of myself, delivering insults, explanations, justifications, and all manner of reading her to filth. If you mumble it to yourself in the shower, you shouldn't put it in an email. Out of line, $200 to $300 sessions, frustrated I didn't tell you others charge that much? The crescendo of my takedown, a referral for someone that is me 
but cheaper? <laughs> when I get to the studio for the day, it's time to start responding to the customer complaint. My shower confessional has me fueled up with lots to say. I'm tempted to write a long email that explains why she's mistaken about others' pricing, why you can't compare two photographers like two different kinds of toilet paper. I wanted her to know all about my cost of doing business and the importance of photography. I wanted to know she understood the investment in her portraits would be way less than the mortgage on her second home and would bring more enjoyment. Of course, none of these things are really for me to say. Responding to customer complaints can be easier than you think. The number one rule of responding to customer complaints is asking yourself, do they care? Does the client care about my cost of doing business, my years of continuing education and experience that I'm different from other photographers? No, she doesn't care. She doesn't need to care. She wants a service at a price I can't match that's all, it's business. It's business, yes, but it can feel deeply personal. I want to explain myself, justify my pricing, defend my way of doing business. I want to feel understood and validated. This client has me off balance in a relationship that I thought was solid. What I want is to reconnect with this client both personally and as a business. I want to put the pieces of our service client relationship back together so everything feels okay again. I am terribly uncomfortable and wonder why doesn't she like me? Is she telling everyone I'm awful? Have you been there? Do you know that rock in your throat feeling? Ever have a day where you feel like all you are doing is responding to customer complaints? Trying to figure out the right way to respond to complaints, to win them back, the self-doubt and anxiety? It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's consuming. I've developed a recipe for responding to customer complaints that happen over email. Having a formula helps me stay on script and keeps me from wandering off into that briar patch of explaining, justifying, and defending. So here it is, a guide to responding to customer complaints. First, let's start with that one. Never explain, justify, or defend. If you are in a position to have to do any of those three things, you have already lost. Explaining, justifying, and defending in response to customer complaints just opens the door for a back and forth conversation that really doesn't need to happen. I could tell you so much more about this, but it will have to wait for another post. For now, just make sure nothing you write is to explain, justify, or defend your position. The next one is so obvious it still has to be said. Keep it short. If you've wandered into who cares territory, then tighten it up. If you need to type more than a few paragraphs, you probably should be having this conversation over the phone. So what is this fail-proof formula for responding to customer complaints? Number one, empathy. Open with an empathetic statement that reflects back to your client their emotions. 
My client expressed frustration and that gives me the opportunity to let her know that I can empathize with feeling frustrated. It is equally important not to express empathy for things they haven't mentioned. If your client hasn't said that they are angry, don't assume they are angry. Printed words have no emotions. We bring our own feelings to the written word. Remember, this is not about you. This is about expressing care for your client's experience. Examples of expressing empathy when responding to customer complaints might be, I understand how frustrating this might feel. If I'm hearing you correctly, it seems as though, or I would feel blank in this situation too. Next is gratitude. Finding a way to express gratitude to your client in the middle of a conflict is powerful. This is even more powerful when you're able to turn your energy to truly feeling grateful. Am I happy this client is moving on? No, I want their business. But am I grateful that they excused themselves from the process before our session? Yes. Am I grateful that my process for making sure everyone is clear on investment works? Yes. Am I grateful that they are still going to pursue getting photographs, even if it isn't with me? Yes. Find the gratitude and express it. Some examples of expressing gratitude and responding to customer complaints are, I'm so glad you took the time to write me this. I'm very grateful you've trusted me with the sensitive information because talking about blank is never easy. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Thank you for mentioning it. I wouldn't want it to be this way. I'm glad to hear you're still getting a service, even if it isn't with me. Note that empathy and gratitude steps of an email can be flip-flopped, but should always go together and come before the next part of your email, the hard truth. Truth. Every customer conflict has a baseline truth that is in disagreement, a hard boundary that is the end of the line in negotiations. This boundary rule or tough talk is the truth part of your email, and most of us do it all wrong. We either add flowery language to soften the force of what we are really saying, or we are so devoid of feeling and connection that it can feel stern and curt, leaving no room for humanity. The perfect email opens with feeling, that was empathy and gratitude, and then delivers the facts as facts. It's not your job to tell the client what they want to hear. It is your job to deliver the truth in a way that is clear. Some examples of how to deliver the hard truth when responding to customer complaints are, you may remember, or unfortunately, although it makes me uncomfortable to not be able to be more flexible, or as much as I'd like to, the next one is personal touch or a promise. Resist the temptation to soften the truth statement in this part of your email. This is your chance to remind the client that you are a person too. If you've had an existing relationship with a client, this is a great time to pull from that memory. If you haven't gotten to know them or this is early communication, you can still add a personal touch. 
Personal touches are relatively lighthearted, conversational in tone, and are used to bring both people back to a place of humanity. Alternatively, or in addition, this is a great time to mention a promise you intend to keep. In this case, the promise of the return of her session fee and cancellation of her contract. Some examples of adding a personal touch when responding to customer complaints are, I can't wait for you to see the pictures of him with his hat, or time to go put up the Christmas decorations before they sit in my closet all year. Again, I hope Tommy got the M&Ms he was so excited about. I think the yellow ones taste the best. Or you can expect blank, blank, blank from me by blank, blank time. Let me know if you don't see it by blank, blank. Finally, an invitation to conversation. The best way to conclude your email is with an invitation to talk to them by phone if they have any lingering questions or concerns. The critical part of this exchange is to specify any further conversation would happen by phone. You want to avoid a back and forth over email where everyone can read differently the tone and people tend to feel a lot more emboldened to say things that they wouldn't normally. And added bonus is phone conversations usually happen during business hours where people are at their best, most sober, and most professional. This is as simple as, if you have any lingering questions or concerns, give me a call. Example response to customer complaints. So let's look at an example of my response to the customer complaint above using the email template of empathy, gratitude, truth, personal touch, and invitation to further conversation. Dear blank, thank you for reaching out to me. I appreciate you letting me know you want to cancel your session and for letting me know your frustration at our pricing compared to other photographers. You may remember that we discussed our pricing and experience during your initial phone call and planning meeting. While we didn't offer you explanations of other people's pricing, truthfully, I'm not sure I'd even know how to do that, we gave you all the information we could about our own process and associated cost. With that said, what is most important is that we are a good fit for your family, and with that in mind, I'll cancel your session and process your refund back to the card on file. I know you were really looking forward to having photographs of your family for the holidays, and even if it isn't with me, I'm glad you're still going to do a session. I don't know anyone I can confidently refer to you in the price range you mentioned, but I wish you the best of luck and a great holiday season. If you have any lingering questions, please give me a call at my phone number. Kind regards, Teresa. So note, in this case, my hard truth wasn't really so hard after all. I was going to issue the refund per her request, but if I wasn't going to give her a refund, my answer would have been slightly different, but just as clear. Something like, you may remember that your session fee is a non-refundable retainer for your individual session day. I cannot give you a refund on the session as I am unlikely to book the date, and this is the policy we discussed in your initial phone call, planning meeting, and the contract. So what do you think? How would you feel as a client if you got that email as a response? You would feel understood, appreciated, clear on boundaries, reconnected, and invited to keep talking if needed. While you might not like the answer or the boundaries, it has all been communicated in a clear and professional way that doesn't leave the door open for back and forth negotiations. 
When I was writing emails in my head during the shower, they were nothing like this. Emotion in the heat of the moment, loaded with anxiety, frustration, or hurt is never going to be the right time to respond. By avoiding explaining, justifying, or defending, and asking myself, do they care? I was able to keep this response to customer complaints on track. My formula for empathy, gratitude, the hard truth, personal touch, and invitation to communication helped me compose a measured and professional response. Try it out and let me know how it works for you and when you're writing your next response to customer complaints. So that concludes this week's blog podcast mini-sode, blog-a-sode, I don't know what we're calling them yet, but that concludes it for today. Hey, if you are a business owner in need of a squad, if you are anxious, overwhelmed by the small things, wanting to get more out of your life, out of your business, or maybe you just like hanging out with cool folks, well, come on over. We have a Facebook business group called Business Mastery with Teresa Porter. Uh, The great news is there is a ton of free resources there, webinars, podcasts, live broadcasts, talking about these topics, blog updates, uh, cute pictures of my kid. It's really got it all. So check it out at TeresaPorter.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please like, share, subscribe, or as they say on my daughter's YouTube videos, smash that like button. Okay, that was cringy, but um, thanks for being here. <laughs>